Hey out there to all people, and fabulous makeup artists, this is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy who knows his way to zoo gardens, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? I'm doing good, Brandon. I've been to zoo gardens a time or two. They got lots of sheep. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all they have. It's really great. So yeah, uh, it's been a while since I talked to you, man. It's been too long. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what have you so, been up to? <laughs> We can't keep up this charade any longer, Brandon. No. This is the first time we've ever done a two-episode recording in ones. And that's it's just to keep the backlog good, you guys. No <laughs> yeah. We just got to make sure we're on schedule here. We got to make sure we got them in the can, everybody. That's that's industry yeah. talk. That is podcasting 101. First step, be famous. But step two, have that <laughs> backlog. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh... <laughs> In the last hour, though, Brandon, let me think if anything fun has happened. Not really. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, just talking about Horrorland. I was thinking about it, though, Brandon. And why don't we? We talked about what we did last week already. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the summer summer Steam sale. Are you going to get any new games for Steam? Oh boy, I've looked, and uh, I, I I just don't need anything right now. That's what I'm saying. Are we old? Are we old? I, I feel like I'm getting old. Fuck. Can we just stop that? I thought this <laughs> podcast was supposed to save us from getting old, Brandon. You promised me. Remember, you made that, that pack the with pitch. the devil. <laughs> <laughs> the devil throwing fireballs. I was like, hey, hey, stop throwing fireballs at me for a second. Just Can you make us young me. forever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, only if you do a podcast about old last horror anthology shows. And we're like, eh, okay. All right. Do it. You know, I talked about wanting to get House Flipper. I seen that's on sale for like thirteen dollars so i think i might pick that up but other than that there's really not much i'm gonna pick up something just because oh. i have to i have to buy something <laughs> it's like well, there's deals i know if i don't do it now but then i probably won't even play the game that i buy i know you're bad with that like remember that one time you got final fantasy 14 for with a pizza uh-huh. <laughs> how long did you play that hmm? For the free month, I probably played it for like, I don't know, three or four hours. Dang, got your deals worth. All right. Hey, the pizza <laughs> was all right, so I got my money's worth anyway. That's true, yeah. You did get that prawn pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when we talk about food. It's one of my favorites. We talk about food a lot. Dude, food's great. I love food. I got to eat some pretty sweet food down in Florida. It was great. Oh, yeah? What kind of Florida cuisine were you eating? I went to the Tortuga Cavern. No, Tavern. I'm the worst. The the Pirates of the Car- Caribbean. Ca- huh. <laughs> Old Man Corcoran. I went to the... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they had chicken wings and uh, some burgers, mm, and both yum. of them were really good. It does sound good. Yeah. I had like some really fancy pizza, and it was great. I love food. <laughs> yeah. Food's all right. Uh, when you get something on Steam, let me know what it is, because I might want to look at it. Or at least judge you for what you bought. Okay. I'll let you know. All right. All right. Um, I got nothing else to talk about. Let's just talk about Horrorland Part 2. Okay. Fine. All right. Let's get it over with, because I've literally been up all night now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm such an asshole. Like, you're, like, sick and dying in the corner, and I'm like, no, we have to record a podcast. And you're like, please, no more. And I'm like, no, you have to do more. Such a taskmaster. I love it. I know. It uh, benefits me. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cortland, so, Cortland, 
What did you think of part two of Horrorland? Part two is batshit fucking crazy, Brandon. <laughs> that's all. That's all you could say about it. I did not expect this to be the thrilling conclusion to Horrorland. First of all, no, like I thought, I was pretty can. spot on. Like I mean, going I... going through the notes of part one, I was like, okay, they're kind of setting up some of the things here and here, which I didn't pick up the first time. But mm-hmm. you still cannot predict where it goes. From no, there. you can't. I mean, the cameras that it cuts to where it's like, you know, the broomstick candle with a really shit skull on top, like, scooping yeah. around and stuff. Yeah, that plays the biggest part into it. But, like, who ca- it's, a, it's a fucking amusement. Of course, it's going to be, you know, monitored. So yeah. why would you think There's twice about cameras. that? There's security cameras. That's not on. My biggest thing with this episode, is this how the book was? Because, like, I can't see it, you know? All right, Cortland. Cortland, I'm going to skip to something I had written for the end here. Okay. On the Goosebumps Wikipedia here. There's a section called Differences from the Book. And I'm just going to read you one little uh, selection here. Okay. All right. Lay it on me. There is no game show in the book. (laughs) Of course there's not. (laughs) What? Like, when I seen that happening, I was like, this would not. This would not work in a book. Uh, (laughs) I'm very interested. So we have a guy on Twitter. His name's TJ. He's awesome. Uh, so shout yep. outs to TJ. Every episode, he's like, hey, here's the differences between the book and the movie. Or, I mean, book and the show. And I love reading them. Uh, he he has his uh, opinions on which one's better and what he liked about both. Love reading that stuff. TJ, you're great. Cannot wait to read all the differences for Horrorland, <laughs> specifically part two, because part one could fuck yes. off. Because uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is definitely completely fabricated for television this is one of the wildest fucking episodes of goosebumps it just doesn't i don't and honestly brandon it's not that good i mean it's still kind of boring i find it hilarious but well i'll tell you what there are parts of this episode i love a lot same and i probably would have enjoyed this episode a lot more if i wasn't essentially transcribing a game show in my notes for what felt like hours yeah like imagine watching an episode of jeopardy and being like and then ken jennings said (laughs) no like it's it's fucking boring yeah there's some really really great stuff this is very like tongue-in-cheek though like this is uh you know you took an episode that everybody would assume would be horrifying because it's got really great makeup and it's scary and then you just turn it right upside down and it's super super fucking silly and uh I mean, I'm here for that, but also it just drags a bit, honestly. Like, it could well, have been a one-parter. It gets bonkers right off the bat, so tell us about let's it. just start talking about it. Okay, so after a quick recap of the last episode, which honestly contained every part of that episode you need to see, mm-hmm. we begin exactly where we left off. The horrors are surrounding the family, and Dad tells them that no one is going to stop them from leaving, and they need to take off their dumb masks. Yeah. Yeah, they do. When Dad goes to grab the mask off, though, he says, Oh, it's, uh, not a mask. Even though it is very clearly a mask. It it is, yeah. You can see, like, the dude's eyes behind it. I kind of like Dad's acting. He's got that whole, like, uh, well, okay then. You know, that kind of, like, he's a good good actor. I like him. He's not Chevy Chase, but that's okay. No. At this point, the family is like, fuck this, and they run away. Mm Mm-hmm. They're chased by the horrors until they run into that weird shed from last episode with the no humans allowed sign. 
Once through the door, they find themselves in what looks like a moss-covered cave. Mm-hmm. Without hesitation, Dad is like, All right, who's there? I said who's there. <laughs> who's in this moss-covered cave? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Hold on. To give Dad credit, he did watch the other family of humans walk in there, so... Yeah. He knows at least three people are in there. And also, we can't see what he sees, but from where he's standing, he would be able to see lots of things. things. So (laughs) many things, yeah. Anyway, uh, a spotlight blasts them in the face, and we see one of the horrors dressed like a sleazy game show host on a stage, and he says... There's a very quick shot of an audience full of the horror monsters cheering and clapping. So many, yeah. Yeah, and you can see that it's like the same three or four costumes, like they got footage cut and pasted everywhere, but it's a crowd full of monsters. Yeah. It works. Reminds me of Power Rangers. Yeah. The host invites the family onto the stage, and we see that it's like a full-on production with cameras and lights and screens. Luke asks, what do you want from us? And the host laughs and tells him, why, we want to thank you for being our guests today on Horrorland Hidden Camera, the Monster Channel's favorite TV program. The family is all like, the hell? Then dad steps forward and says, all right, just stay calm. The host responds, oh, we all know how good you are at that, don't we? Uh, Fucking Rose and dad love it. (laughs) The audience loves it. Then the host asks to roll the footage in slow-mo. Yeah, and we get our second recap of the episode prior. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. We see on a big screen some black and white footage of all the times that the family was scared. My favorite part about that is it leads up until like literally a minute ago when they were walking into the room. (laughs) Yeah, so many quick editors are together. And it's meant to be like the footage from the hidden cameras, but it's not. It's just the footage from the episode. Yeah, yeah, because like you can see, uh, you can see Luke in his little coffin, whipping his head around to see a spider and everything. Like, yeah, same shot, shot for shot. The audience loves all this, and the host says, "That's all the time they have for today." And he ends the show. Bark, 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 bark. Done. Episode's over. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a pretty good one, Cortland. I liked the part where they watched the footage. Dude, the footage part was so rad. I love it when they show me what I've seen before. So cool. Yeah. And this episode did it twice. It it really helps me jog my memory so that I know what's going on for what's to come. But this episode flipped it on its head and it just gets over with right away. (laughs) All right. Well, they're about to flip it on its head again, Cortland. Oh my God. I can't flip this much. Once the cameras stop rolling, the host tells the family that they did great. And he tells them there's another show coming up, but this one's a game show. And they're going to be the contestants. Okay. Well, and then they say, no, thank you. We'll leave now. <laughs> Lizzie tells the monster host that they just want to go home. The monster responds, um, you can't go home. Because if you do, you can't get that new car. <gasps> what? New yeah. car, you say? M- Mom is like, oh, word? And Liz <laughs> says, wait, I'm still confused. And all reason is just thrown out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Dad wants those free tickets. Mom wants that free car. God, such 90s parents. The host tells her, of course you're confused. 
First you find out that monsters really do exist, and also <laughs> Satan, and now you find out that they, that they have their own cable channel? Well, whoa, I guess whoa. we'll just have to give that car to somebody else. Uh, so, problem here, Brandon. Like, they yeah. can be happy and excited for this car and stuff. They saw three people walk into this very room, and then they never saw them again. Did they assume they won a car and drove away? <laughs> <laughs> um... There's another exit on the other side, Cortland, of course. Oh, right. They got scared, and then they were like, I don't want to play this stupid game. I, my daughter has a bellyache. We got to go. They were like, you know what? I don't want a free car. And they just, they just left. If somebody offered me a free car, though, like in this situation, not going to lie, I would never take it. I would leave because <laughs> I love my family. <laughs> yeah. Not this situation. The monsters and the, uh, you know, constant murder attempts. God. But whatever, let's see what happens. Dad is like, hold up. And Mom asks what kind of car it is. That's the real The question. monster tells them it's a... A brand new sports utility vehicle. Oh my God. Mom and Dad are like, ooh. Lizzie tells them, dudes, let's get out of here. But Mom suggests that they could have so much fun in a new sports utility vehicle. This reminds me of the early... Uh, the early 2000s, like mid-2000s, I should say when the ds came out and how people would say i'm just playing my nintendo ds <laughs> and um am i wrong am i stupid i think i might be dumb right now you know? <laughs> did anybody say that <laughs> i seen it i heard it one time in like a drake and josh episode so i guess it wasn't everybody but you know like i'm playing with my nintendo entertainment system dual screen technology trademark r Okay, never mind. I'm going to cut those. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Nobody sits there and calls it a sports utility vehicle, Mom. It's an SUV. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's silly, and it's funny that they mention it as a sports utility vehicle every time. Anyway, I can't wait to get into my sports utility vehicle and drive to the store. I have to go get some gasoline. Yes. Or petrol. But first, you need to get some money it. out of the automatic teller machine. <laughs> Well, thankfully, I'll be paying my compact disc on the way there. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Moving All on. right, we're stupid. Let's go. <laughs> so it's decided, and the host monster summons another monster, Sludge, to take the Morrises to makeup. Oh my god, Brandon. Corlin, do you want to describe Sludge here? He is a very stereotypical gay man. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. He has on a pink jacket, a neckerchief. <laughs> He's when we first see him, he is doing his nails with a little nail board. I love him, Brandon. I love him. <laughs> yeah, the sludge is pretty great. I love him. <laughs> Best part yeah. of the episode. He's he sees the family and he starts touching all their faces, going, "Oh, oh my goodness." Oh, my stars. He, he well, prances over. There's like, not much I can do with them, is there? <laughs> prances over to this family going, <laughs> so great. It's so bad by today's standards. Not going to lie. It's very offensive, but it's great. Sludge is good. All right. Sludge is living Sludge's best life. I ain't going to judge Sludge. <laughs> I just love his neckerchief. Neckerchiefs are all the rage and goosebumps. I love it. Yeah. I should probably get a neckerchief. I've never tried one. I feel like you I could look pull really it off. Good in it. Yeah, you yeah, would look, thank, thanks, it would man. compliment your neck that you can't see anymore because it's being wrapped up really well. 
You go great with your Just glasses. Cover my disgusting neck up. <laughs> I know what you're getting for your birthday. <laughs> Is Actually, it a VCR? Christmas comes first. It's a VCR and a necker chip. <laughs> yes. Score. Sledge tells the family not to lollygag and that they're going to have a grand old day as he sits them in front of vanity mirrors. But first, he offers them a selection of snacks to partake in. God. Eye of Doyle, Ear of Holyfield, Booger Surprise. <laughs> Dad says, uh, no thanks. The mom... <laughs> The monster tells him, suit yourself, before he boops dad on the nose with a big makeup powder puff. And he doesn't just boop him, he loudly goes, boop! It's the best. What a waste of fucking time, though, man, if we're being honest here. What an absolute waste of time. This doesn't affect the story at all. It's so great, but it's such a huge waste of fucking time. Like, I'm slowly dying over here watching this guy boop his family. <laughs> he then moves down the line to get Mom, too, but she stops him, asking the monster if he's going to hurt them. Sludge rolls his eyes, saying, oh, Darling, we're monsters, but we're not monsters. And then boops her, too. Yes, that was my favorite part of the episode. Favorite line. We're monsters, not monsters. Anyway, boop! <laughs> Lizzie starts to say something before she gets a poop. <laughs> and then he says, just one more, and gives Luke his poop as well. Um, He did nothing to these people. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, smashed him in the face with powder, and that's it. <laughs> Barely any powder. But I love it, because everybody, like, gets out of there, and then... The host is just like, damn, you're looking good, fam. Like, <laughs> nothing happened. With their makeup done, the family is rushed off to the set. Now, they're all excited for their sports utility vehicle that they act like they've oh, already won. I can't wait for them to get their sports utility vehicle. Oh, they're going to do so much sports utilities. The host appears and tells them they get that they got nothing to be worried about. They just need to smile and play the game. Lizzie asks what the game actually is... But it's too late, because the game is already starting. Okay. Who cares? The host jumps on stage and announces that it's time to play Raw Deal. He tells the audience that tonight's game will be between the Morrises and the Morrises. What? Mom and Dad are escorted what? to a set of seats away from the kids. Dad leans to Mom and says, If it's the Morrises versus the Morrises... How can we lose? These people are so Mom, stupid. How, how can we lose? <laughs> they really are. Liz, Lizzie hears this and says, Mom. And Mom tells her, how can we lose, dear? <laughs> um, Easily. <laughs> the fucking <Yeah>. monsters. <laughs> it's called Raw Deal. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the host says to the audience, before we start the show, let's meet today's humans. First up is Carl Morris his lovely wife Peggy, and his kids Lizzie and Luke. While this is going on, the kids are looking around at some of the game pieces with cards that say things like lose a limb and eat uh -huh. worms on it. And they honestly seemed more concerned by the worms. They did, yeah. Luke is all like, he like mouths like, eat worms? Oh my god. Like, yeah, except for like, he could cut off your fingers and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but worms are gross. That's true. I'm with Luke on this one. Carl Stein just, he needed some excuse to put worms in the story. Even though he didn't, because this isn't in the book. 
whoever wrote this was like, you know what was a really successful episode? Go eat worms. Let's put more of that in there. This is basically Go Eat Worms too. Goosebumps just fucking it loves worms. Who doesn't? So then the game actually starts. They bring out a giant deck of cards and lay them on a table. The host tells them that they have to pick a card that corresponds to a dollar value. But they also have to guess a letter, and if the letter guessed corresponds to a letter on the puzzle board, they get the money on the card and a chance to solve the puzzle. Yeah, it makes sense. It's basically Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, that sounds confusing, but it is just Wheel of Fortune, but without a wheel because they couldn't afford it. Fine. Luke says, I don't get it. And the host tells him, Doesn't matter. Nobody does. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you host a show. Shut up, stupid. (laughs) The parents go first. They pick a card, and it has $200 written on it. Cha-ching! You could almost buy a sports utility vehicle with $200. In 1997, sure. (laughs) And gas was 89 cents a gallon. What a lovely time. Uh, mom guesses that there's an M on the board, which is stupid because no one told her you can't pick vowels. Uh, yeah. A sexy horror monster in a pink boa (laughs) turns over two M's. The one and only sexy woman monster. (laughs) The whole family is excited that there's two M's, even though they're meant to be opponents, but like, it's stupid. Why would you... Why would you put a family against each other? Mom and dad get another guess, so mom picks F. And there is an F. Mom's on a roll now, so she guesses that there's an E. And there is an E. Dad blurts out, is there an I? And there's three I's. Good, good. They're getting that money. This is is the part where I was writing the notes and I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of times in Are You Afraid of the Dark where I had to just sit back and be like, what am I actually fucking doing here? <laughs> Look, if you guys don't do a podcast where you take notes about an old 90s television show, it's really difficult to do things that are monotonous, like that back and forth. It's very difficult because some of the information is really important to the story. But on the other hand, you just want to skip all that shit and be like, and then they fucking did this and that's it. You know, it's a tough yeah. balance. So they guessed a bunch of letters and uh, some of the puzzles filled out now. That's that's what happened. The family is up to $1,400 now. Dad asks if there's a P, and of course there isn't a P. Yeah, why would you guess that? Hello, did you even look at the... There's no P in there. Is there a Q? Dumbass. (laughs) Where's the Z? (laughs) Uh, Is there four X's? (laughs) Before the kids even get a chance to take their turn, though, there's a commercial break. Oh, This isn't a normal commercial break, Cortland. This is an in-show commercial break. Well, who thought that this was a good idea, and why were they so right? (laughs) This is my favorite part of the episode. (laughs) So, in this commercial break, we see two monsters dressed like they're in the 50s, playfully chasing each other around some trees while they have a picnic. Oh, you know what? This monster does have, like, a flower in her hair, so it's a girl, too, so... I recant my yeah. last statement about only She's one not girl sexy monster. though. True, true, true. She doesn't have a Like she's on. attractive. She's alright. <laughs> she's like a six out of ten. <laughs> she's like the monster next door. The voiceover for the commercial says Now for the first time on one C D, the greatest monster love songs. And we see the titles of some of the songs come up, like you do on those like C D compilation things. Love it. Such as your heart is in my pocket, and your lips are in my drawer. Okay. That sounds kind of dirty. Uh, 
That sounds menacing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, even for monsters, like, hey, I'm going to cut off your lips, that doesn't seem pleasant. True. There's also warp to wart, and I want to hold your claws. That's funny. Yeah, it's good. This is good. It's a, it's a funny, funny little take on a silly commercial. You get to see them, like, having a picnic and dancing and stuff, too. It's cute. Yeah, they were having fun when they made this part. And then they smooch at the end, and it's crazy. <laughs> Back to the game show, the host says that while they were on commercial break, the kids took their turn. Which is like, oh. what the fuck? Why are well, we watching been... this then? Yeah, that would have been kind of cool to see, right? If I was watching a game show and it went to commercial and it was just, it came back and it was like, well, the game's <laughs> over. 90% like, done. <laughs> they guessed all the answers. Like, well, what am I going to tell you? And the board is like almost all filled out now. The kids are way better than the parents at guessing letters. Yes. but And it says, the, the little puzzle says, the Morris family is L-U blank blank blank. And Luke takes a guess, saying, oh, the Morris family is lucky. He gets a womp womp. And the host says, that means you're out of the game. But that doesn't mean you're leaving empty-handed. What do we have for the Morris kids? The announcer says, they get a bucket of worms. Of course they do. Yeah, of course course they do. You just had to get your worms in there, didn't you? (sighs) Worms start falling on the kids from above. But then the audience also starts just throwing garbage and shit at them. Love it. Yeah, they're like, fuck these kids. <laughs> <laughs> like snakes and shit. I don't know. Yeah. Mom and dad almost start to show some parental instincts to go help their kids. But the host reminds them about that sports utility vehicle and they snap out of it. Good, good. Dad tells the kids to get a sense of humor. Dad says, fuck off, kids. We're getting that sport utility vehicle. Mom says that she thinks she can solve the puzzle. She guesses the Morris family is lunch. And the letters flip over. That's the answer. I have a problem with this answer. Why? Because the eight. Okay, so obviously it's set up so the kids can guess lucky, which is a really fantastic guess because it fits in the puzzle. The problem is, is that the answer is the Morris family is lunch. Well, lunch has an H on it, and there's already been an H revealed oh, in the. So you're right. Why didn't they reveal the other H? So that sexy monster fucked up. She sure did. If Vanna White did that shit, she would be out. She wouldn't. Though. Yeah, everybody loves Vanna White. You kick her ass to the curb. She would have been like, "Sorry, Pat Sajak," and everything would have been fine. Yeah, you're right. That's a goof. Yeah. I should add it to the IMDb goof section because it's not there. Can you keep saying goof? Goof. hey there everybody Cortland here your good buddy and your raw deal host thank you so much for joining us today whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we are just so thankful for you spending some time with us if you'd like to support our show and get access to some great bonus features, check out patreon.com slash private island. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll get access to lots of content like early release episodes. Higher tiers get more stuff like behind the scenes videos, bloopers and outtakes, stickers, t-shirts, and more. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Tristan, Sarah, Redemption, Eddie, and Venice Witch, the Silver Goth, Steven, Shane, Matt, Geraldine, Aaron, Brittany, 
Kyle and Lindsay, the Golden Day Days, Sarah, Matt, Faith, Derek, and Angela, and the Platinum Bostics, Kathy, Fair, and Bryce and Brian. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. Find us on social media. That's at PRVT Island on Twitter, at Private Island Presents on Instagram. We've got our Discord server, Facebook group, and just so much more. Join us every week for full-length watch parties of your favorite shows on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitch, that's twitch.tv slash privateislandc, where I play a bunch of different games, mostly Dead by Daylight, I do some House Flipper, just started playing Minecraft with my son, so stop by and say hi sometime. This week, I've got the promo for the Steve and Crypto Show, where hosts Steve and Crypto talk all things horror, pop culture, and more. I hope you check them out. Hey, I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo, and we're from the Steve and Crypto Show podcast, where we talk about horror, pop culture, and everything in between. Right now, you're listening to Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. When you're done, come check us out at stevencrypto.com. You can also find us at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, back to Up All Night. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show. Aside from this theme, Dating Start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. Thanks again for listening in. For now, I'll let you get back to part two of Horrorland, and I will talk to you later. Bye! The family is excited about guessing the answer and they start jumping up and down before it dawns on them dad stops and asks what they mean by lunch and the host says you'll find out after this commercial break nice Another but this is a real commercial break oh i don't i didn't sign back up for from, these <laughs> back from break they don't learn what that means and the host asks if the family is ready to cut the deck of cards to see if they will win the sport utility vehicle of their dreams. Uh, okay. Mom asks again about that whole lunch thing, and he brushes it off saying, That's why they call it a puzzle. Then that asshole cuts to another commercial break. Yes, okay. Like, seriously. This one's a good commercial though, right? Yeah, it's it's one of the in-show commercials, but they, they cut to commercial break every ten seconds. Watching the show must be True. so infuriating I as a monster. You know what? They love it, though, because all of the action happens during the commercial breaks. Skip the boring parts and just get to the credits? Yeah. All right. So we're in the in-show commercial now, and we see a brightly colored dollhouse. Hey, a voiceover kids. says, Now you can have hours of fun with your very own human figures. Eat them. Scare them. Smash them. them. You get mom, dad, brother, and sis. Put them in water, throw them in the air, or just jump up and down on them. And we see a small horror monster in overalls playing with the dolls, and then they just start tearing them apart. Love it. The voiceover finishes, human action figures, grandma sold separately. (laughs) That's the best part. These were fun. These commercials are fun. I love them. Back to the game, the host takes time to give a quick shout out to Danielle in Kalamazoo, Michigan. For some reason. I don't know why. Must have been some kind of contest or something. I guess so. Have your name mentioned on an episode of Goosebumps? It's, uh, it's weird. Then he asks Mom to cut the deck. Mom pulls the deck in half and grabs the top card 
revealing a picture of a red sport utility vehicle. Yay! The family is cheering and jumping up and down again. Then the Vanna White monster comes over and gives Dad a kiss. <laughs> but the host says, not so fast. You've won a chance to win a new car, but oh not before God. you've taken the Horrorland Challenge. That's stupid. The crowd goes wild as the Morris family once again is left wondering what the fuck is going on. I hate playing games where some asshole just makes all the rules right on the fly. This game, this game's annoying where it's just like, alright, do this thing. Oh, now you've got the chance to do this thing. And then it's just like every step of the way, you're just yeah. winning a smaller and smaller chance of winning the car. Hate it. Stupid. Anyway, this uh, Horrorland Challenge thing is just a simple door picking thing. Oh, so 50-50. Yeah. Behind one of the doors is a hot new sports utility vehicle. Nice. Behind the other door is Ripper. Ripper. And we see a picture of Saber from Welcome to Camp Nightmare, who I guess now I thought it was Saber, is uh, yeah. working as Ripper. Repurposed, yes. In Horrorland Challenge. Uh, the family only has about 10 seconds to decide which door, and they start arguing about door one or door two. And Luke even suggests door three at one point. Does he? Yes. <laughs> Dad eventually yells out, door one. And the host hands Dad a giant golden key. And Dad goes to open the door. As the whole family crowds around the door, the host tells them, say hello to Ripper. And he gives oh, them a little shit. shove through the door. Do you think there's any chance that if they pick door two... That would be a sports utility vehicle? Nope, it would be Ripper. You think it's just all Ripper all the time? Yeah. They've entered the Ripper dimension. That would be uh, that'd be kind of funny if like once they go through the door, they turn around and both doors are just connected to the room. The audience howls with laughter as we see on the game show monitor the family walking through a dungeon-looking area. Mom says, I thought they were nice monsters. <sighs> Why? Why did you think that, Mom? You remember that one time when you see a, seen a whole different family walk into the same room and then they never came back out? I do remember that. She doesn't. Mom doesn't. She doesn't also remember Satan, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they started out with almost dying, and she's <laughs> like, huh, this is very uncharacteristic of them. <laughs> Mom's a sharp tech. She's a, she's a very bright light bulb. The family starts finding body parts and glasses and stuff of other contestants. And Luke says, Ripper doesn't leave much, does he? I mean, he left a whole body, some glasses and teeth and stuff, so... Yeah. Just the gross stuff, though. Ugh. Then we see Ripper's silhouette on a wall. Nice. The family starts screaming, and Dad says, Whatever happens, we'll face this together, as they start walking backwards. Very reminds me of uh, Coneheads. You watch Coneheads? Yeah, love Coneheads. Such a good one. Yeah. I have to note here, though, that as Dad's like... We'll get through this together, kids. Like, oh my god. Yep. He's, like, mom and dad are standing behind the kids. Yes, the immediate threat of danger is in front of them where their kids are most in the way of, you know? Yeah. They, we'll get through this together as long as my children are a shield for me so I don't die first. Yeah. Yeah, like, protect me, kids. Don't. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be real here. This is why he made these children. He knew this was going to happen. He knew he'd have to use them as a shield. It's kind of like when you make a kid and you, you harvest them for organs. Oh, yeah. It's just like that. Duh. Uh, yeah, these parents just have no instincts to, like, care. Not a single one. Love. 
the second they did for a moment there, they were swayed away by a sports utility vehicle. So. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> There's no sweeter thing to anybody than a sports utility vehicle for free. Ripper's puppet head appears on the side of the screen, ready to pounce, when suddenly a monster arm grabs Mom's shoulder and tells the family to hurry and follow him. So they do because they have no other choice. Yep. And they manage to run through a door just as Ripper's puppet arm smashes through it. So now the family's outside. The monster okay. tells them that he doesn't want to hurt them and he's there to help. He says his name is Black. He claims that he should have been the host of Raw Deal. He backs this up by being like, check this out. Welcome back to Raw Deal. <laughs> the family is kind of like humoring him, but also slowly walking backwards. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Black goes on. I would have got the part, but I'm not the producer's brother-in-law. Uh, I love this. Dad is like, we just want to go. And Black points them in a direction and they run off. I will say my favorite part about this scene is when he says, oh, you know, I wasn't the brother-in-law of the producer or whatever. And Dad's like, well, you should have been. <laughs> That's not how it works, Dad, and I love it. I didn't even notice that. That was great. I thought it was hilarious. As the family run off, Ripper's puppet head bursts through the door behind Black and starts biting him. The family gives like the tiniest little look towards the screaming monster who saved their lives before yep. running away and Black mm -hmm. is dragged back into the building and murdered. <laughs> he is dead now. All he did was try to help this family and he got fucked up for it. <laughs> he didn't even care. He's like... Halloran from The Shining. <laughs> like, he goes to help yeah. them and is immediately... Oh, <laughs> just immediately killed. I love The Shining. That's probably the worst change that they made in that movie, though, I will say. Definitely. Um, Did you see Dr. Sleep? No, but I hear it's really good. Dude, you gotta watch Dr. Sleep. Does it take inspiration from the original Shining movie? Is that what it does, right? Here's the fucking thing about Dr. Sleep, is that it manages to be a sequel both to the book and the movie. And it does a great job at, like, combining the differences and still making a coherent story. My problem with Dr. Sleep is that I know that there's a scene where a kid gets, like, brutally murdered. And I don't want oh, yeah. to watch that part. That stayed with me for days. But you, you'll you know it's coming up when you see it. So you can just be like, fast forward. Oh, yeah, right. I'll just get my VCR remote out. <laughs> I mean, my... Oh, shit. What does VCR stand for? <laughs> Video cassette recorder? Yeah, I'll get my video cassette recorder remote out, and I'll just fast forward a little bit. Yeah, get out your remote control, and, uh... <laughs> oh, man. The family runs through the woods and is almost immediately spotted by a group of horrors looking for them. Then, they're chased through the woods for quite a long time, before losing them and coming out into a little clearing filled with people's belongings. Yeah. And I believe, Cortland, that... These belongings are from the people who you see going into the shed in the last episode. You think so? I think so. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I'm not going to go back to the first episode and look, though, so no. I'll just take your word for it. Okay. There is, like, a stroller and stuff, though. I mean, they didn't have a stroller, but I'm sure that there is... Yeah, there's there's a bunch of things. People. There's, like, suitcases. There's... How lazy is it to just throw this shit over in, like, the, you know, the poop pit or whatever? <laughs> yeah. They're not running a very, uh like tip-top organization here like it's just tense yeah true 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 even their fencing system sucks which we'll see in a minute <laughs> lizzie says i guess we're not the first family to appear on raw deal 
You don't say because uh, remember <laughs> when you were in the thing and there was human corpses and teeth and shit. Hmm. Yeah, and also like, of course it isn't the first episode, you dumbass. This is like a popular game show. Yeah, and also that family that we keep mentioning went in there and didn't come out. Like, obviously they were on the show. You know, never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> the family spotted immediately again by a group of horrors, and they all start running. Yeah, they have like negative in stealth. <laughs> They eventually come to a chain link fence, and Lizzie yells that she can see the car in the parking lot. So it's not a sports utility vehicle, but that's okay. No, it's just a normal four door sedan station wagon. <laughs> beep beep. They crawl through the hole in the chain link fence, uh, just as some horror monsters appear to stop them. They make it through the fence and run for the car, but the horrors push the chain link fence right down. Yeah, and I said, fuck this shit. Dad does his best Dukes of Hazard roll over the hood of the oh, car and jumps God. into the driver's seat. I was like, now you know the action is here because he literally rolls across the hood of his car. <laughs> so fucking, <laughs> it's real. I think I could probably roll across my hood of my car better, and I'm probably. I'm basically incapable of doing that, and I think I could do it better. <laughs> He's a middle-aged man, like <laughs> struggling. No offense, Dad. No, we I'm sure that. he had to do, you know, honestly, he probably had to do a lot of takes to get it right. So like, I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, the first take was like slow and they're like, all right, <laughs> let's try it again. And it just got slower every time for some reason. <laughs> There's, all right, all right. I'll like, take the first one now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the first one. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish it would, I wish it would be on camera for just a little bit longer his role because it's only a couple of frames yeah <laughs> i wish they i could see the whole thing i want to see him like roll like a couple complete rotations until he gets to the other <laughs> side <laughs> how wide do you think that hood is <laughs> just casually like doing flips and <laughs> i mean it is there's a couple of cartwheels across the <laughs> Some say he's still rolling across the <laughs> Look, I want what I want, okay, Brandon? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to argue with you. Oh, the family screams as Dad struggles for like a minute to get the key into the ignition. Mm-hmm. Luke yells, hurry up, Dad, like three or four times, and I think it may be the same clip looped. Uh, yeah, and also Lizzie screams, but it's like the same scream over and over and over again <laughs> for the rest of the episode, really. Yeah, she screams a lot. I had to turn the volume down. It's annoying. <laughs> the car doesn't start up right away. Mom yells, this wouldn't be happening if we had a new sports utility vehicle. Oh my god, mom, not the time. <laughs> Dad does eventually get it running and yells, so long, suckers. He reverses out fast, and we get a shot below the car to remind us of that beeping tracking device thing placed on the car at the very beginning of part one yeah that yeah remember that thing i do gotta say brandon and i can say this because i'm like literally watching the episode right now sorry if there's some sound in the background we have a guest over right now uh i'm pretty sure they shatter the windshield a little bit yeah they do they uh, kind of fuck this car up a bit yeah, this must have been, like, the last thing they filmed or something. Because when they drive away, like, obviously the windshield's not shattered anymore. That's all I wanted to say about that. Okay. <laughs> Further ahead, a horror stands in front of the tiny wooden gate leading into Horrorland with a small road-closed sign. That'll stop him for sure. <laughs> yeah. Dad obviously does not give a single shit and plows right through the gate. 
<laughs> like, what was he thinking there? Once out of Horrorland, Mom says, I am never setting foot in a theme park again. Dad adds, or a TV studio. Oh, don't worry, Dad. You're not going back in another TV studio. <laughs> we next see the family arriving at the same post-apocalyptic looking wasteland that they started out on in part one. Mm-hmm. The one seagulls absolutely covered in seagulls. So many seagulls. It's a sea of, sea of seagulls. Whatever. Sea of gulls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Lizzie asks, Dad, where are we? Dad is like, I don't know. And he jerks on the steering wheel only to find that he's lost control because the car is moving on its own. Oh, shit. Back in the Raw Deal game show set, we see the host moving what looks like an RC car controller. He says, you're not controlling the car. I am. (sighs) On the game show monitor, we see the car drive to the very edge of a cliff. As it teeters on the edge, the host says, will the Morris family ever get out of horror land? And then we zoom out from this a bit. Uh Uh-huh. And what happens? Well, we see a monster, a horror, (laughs) and uh, he's watching this episode of Raw Deal on his 1960s TV (laughs) with his monster wife in curlers. Oh, my God. And he stands up and shuts the TV off, saying, I am sick of these scary human shows. (laughs) Oh, my God. His wife says, why don't we just talk then? And he tells her, that's a good idea. So sweet. Yeah, they have a loving relationship. He leans over to the side table and grabs a cockroach from a snack bowl, and they both chow down. The end. That's where we end. That's the end of the episode. I love the part where they were just like, should we put a real ending? And they were like, nah, family can just maybe die. Who knows? (laughs) I think they didn't want to, like, make them die, but, like, they died. I mean... They, they very clearly died. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a weird, silly ending for a weird, silly episode. It's not my favorite. I do love a lot of it, but... It's very goofy. Like, it's just... I don't, I don't know. I don't think I... I don't think I would have liked this one so much as a kid. I think I appreciate it more as an adult, but... I just can't imagine that this is how this uh this book ends by any means. I have no idea how the book ends. This is one that I probably should just try and read. Get through that one hundred and that ninety seven page. If you can spare twenty minutes, Corlin. Oh my god. I I feel like they had fun making this episode. For sure. How could you not? And the like in show commercials are funny. Oh, they're the best part. Besides what was his name? Goop or Black or Sludge or something like that? Yeah, Sludge. Sludge was my favorite part of the episode. Boop. Very, very, very offensive by today's standards for sure. Oh, but uh, I just thought it was so fine. funny. He's great. It's just part one and part two. If you're if you're watching him as one long story, like I guess it doesn't feel so weird because it's just like I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But watching them. Watching them as, like, completely separate stories, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, why? Why is this completely different and stupid? Mm -hmm. When the first one was, like, trying to be scary. The thing about it is, like, part one, nothing really happened. And then part two, it just starts up right away with, like, this is all a game show. Everything you just saw was bullshit. (laughs) Ha ha. And that doesn't quite sit well with me. I don't like being uh, made fun of (laughs) by my media a bit. But, um... That's okay. You know, it's fine. I thought it was alright. Yeah, it's an alright episode. I don't hate it. It's it's a good 
like it shouldn't have been a two-parter they really could have made this a one 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 part episode but uh for sure you know it's probably one of the stronger two-parters besides like haunted mask probably so yeah that's where it falls in my opinion it's an okay episode that's all (laughs) i'm gonna say it's okay well whatever well i am gonna mention uh one one more cast member okay so one man played the host black and sludge he played all of them the the main ones the ones with eyes gotcha yes exactly (laughs) and he his name is neil crone and he has 170 credits on imdb which is a lot yeah it says that he's known for cube 2 hypercube that that doesn't seem right nobody knows what that is in the first yeah i know i've never heard anybody who knows what cube is never he was also in hollywood land Ben Affleck and that other guy. Uh, mm. But uh, he was in The Red Green Show. Love it. Which is cool. He was in the Free Willy TV series, which I'm just what? finding out about now. A Free Willy TV series? Yep. He was in the NeverEnding Story TV series. He was in the Mr. Men and Little Miss TV series. Oh, classic, yeah. Yeah. This is not the last time that we'll see him on Goosebumps. Okay. And he was in 15 episodes of Erie, Indiana, The Other Dimension. Interesting. Yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. That's like not even scraping the surface. Anyway, that is it for that. So, Cortland, what do you think is the moral of this whole Horrorland saga? The moral of the story is uh, if you're going to get a sports utility vehicle, sacrifice your family for it. Yeah, do whatever it takes. That should be like a PSA. Like, would you sacrifice your family for a sports utility vehicle? And if you answer yes, officers are on the way now. (laughs) You should have had a family in the first place. I think think what they're trying to say with this is like some kind of meta-commentary about TV and how vapid and stupid it is while also being a TV show. Yeah, I I never really got when... um... When things did that, where they're like, TV's bad, but you're watching the TV and it's telling you that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make much sense to me. I think another thing about it is, like, free things are usually too good to be true. Yeah. Like, uh, stop. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's the, that's the moral. Stop. 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 That's, uh, yeah. Just stop. Like, come on. Okay. Uh, Cortland. Yeah. One day at Horrorland. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's technically true. They're, yeah. they're only day there for one day what what else could this episode be called or both of these episodes um another episode title maybe like the house of mirrors vampire village no that doesn't make work <laughs> hey they never did see that vampire monster again like he does no, not like that it show does not does not come up <laughs> i don't know i honestly i like one day at Horrorland. i think it's a really good name i for, think for just leave it at Satan's real, and he wants to kill you. <laughs> You've been raptured, and you don't know it. No, no. Wants to kill your family specifically. Yeah. Everybody's been raptured except you. Welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're no Chevy Chase, Dan. Yeah. Yep. Uh, R.L. Stein Christmas Vacation. It's not Christmas. Done. So. Print it. <laughs> okay. We're out of here. All right. Well, Cortland... Yes, That's yes, it for the, yes. this whole Horrorland business. Okay, what's next? We're moving on. So next, Cortland, and I'm gonna gonna bum bum you out right away. There's uh, no cover for this. It's right. one of those. Okay, that's fine. 
I expect a lot more of these to come, so it's fine. The rest of them, probably. <laughs> uh, this one is called The Haunted House Game. Okay, all right. I want to look and see what cover it actually has anyway, because I'm nosy like Probably that. just some stupid skeleton. You know, that doesn't work very well when I just type in The Haunted House Game. Even more tales to give you goosebumps. Okay. So, uh, honestly, Brandon, I don't know how this could be any different than The House of No Return. <laughs> like, okay. Really? Right? I mean, that's pretty basically what The House of No Return was, right? It was a haunted house. All right. Well, I'm going to give you played, a little... They literally played a game in it. I'm going to give you a little tidbit here. Okay. The game is a board game. Ooh. Is it Jumanji? <laughs> I ain't saying anything else. Okay, it's Jumanji, then I get it. I can read between <laughs> the lines. <laughs> okay, all right. As long as it's not Ouija. Ouija? Ouija? Ouija. Ouija. No, it's the forever game. There's, there's a bourbon <laughs> oh. beast. Okay, well, uh, this episode could be cool. Uh, I, I hope that they're in that haunted house. They're like, hey, dare you go in this haunted house and play a boring game with us? And the kid's like, I don't want to. And then they're like, well, you can't join our sweet club if you don't. And then he says, all right, I'll do it. And he gets in the haunted house, and these kids are spooky. They got candles, and they're playing a board game. And then what happens in the board game happens in the haunted house. Oh, That'd be cool. fuck. I just want Jumanji again. <laughs> all right, well. Maybe you'll get it. That's next week. Oh, that's fine. Yep. That's next worry. week. That's ages away. So or we could record now. a third one. Yeah, let's no, do it. No, I'll just watch no, no. the episode. Take your note. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm done writing notes. <laughs> For now. All right. Well, Cortland, I have been up all night. I know. I'm sorry, Brandon. No. All good. I will talk to you next week to talk about the Haunted House game. Sounds good. I will yeah. talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.